Hey guys, this is Rico Abreu, El Bandito Yankee race car driver. You're on the road with Dane on WGN. 720 WGN high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio. Excited to have on the line one of the top stars in motorsports today. World of Outlaw Sprint Car Dirt Track Superstar and a guy who more than occasionally is breaking out the Bandito with big wins. 15 this year. It is the one and only Rico Abreu. Welcome. Welcome to the offseason and welcome back to WGN. Thank you. Thank you guys for uh, for having me on, man. This is exciting stuff. We had a great season, so it's uh, it's nice to have a little time off here and get to sip uh, sip on some El Bandito tequila here during the week, evenly. <laughs> yeah, everything in moderation, <laughs> maybe, except El Bandito. So you mentioned another great season, a chance to look back. How do you sum up the season? Are you one of those guys you sit with the team and you break it all down and here's what we did here or there? Or do you just say it's in the past, let's look forward? How does it work? Um, you know, we, we've talked about it bits and pieces with my team, unbelievable team this year, starting at the top with Ricky Warner, the crew chief, just his experience, um, you know, and the success he's had through his career with other drivers, bringing just that to, uh, to our team, it has, has really raised a bar. So, you know, and down to Zach Middlebrooks and Brady Forbrook, they, you know, the, the, the complexity that they've built and the energy they bring, uh, and it's just enjoyable to be around for me and, racing and we all get along well and i think that's really the the focus as a team owner race car driver you know it's it's just focusing on on consistency and putting a good team together some with people that you want to be around enjoy and i've built friendships with each and every one of these guys now and um you know it goes it goes a long ways for me I mean, it's a tough thing to do. I mean, fans, they just see the fun of it, the racing, the podiums, you know, the wins and all that kind of stuff. Listeners, some of them don't realize motorsports is one of the absolute toughest sports because of the grueling schedule, crazy travel, all of that. Over the career, Rico, as you're able to kind of plan for next year, or look back to this year, what kind of things over the career have you built in to kind of your road experiences like family, friends, you know, fiance, obviously tons of fans. They're with you at all time. Gus. Have, like, do you build those things in on purpose in order to make it just a better time? I, I do. And I, and I think that that comes down to a balance and having, um, you know, different, we get to travel the country all year long and you have different places that you get excited to go to and, and fans that have become close friends um, to fans getting to see Gus at the races. And, and that just all is, is really exciting for me. And, and I, I, I use that kind of as the barrier, um, you know, for, for myself mentally to, uh, to, to head into these races focused and, you know, and allowing myself to, to be a hundred percent at the races when, uh, fans approach me or, or, and, and, and then you break that boundary with, um, you know, now it's time to go racing. So, uh, it, it's, it's just something that, um, I've really enjoyed developing and, and matured as a person to put myself in that position. And I think it's come with a little bit of age and experience as well. Um, you know, being 31 years old this year, my 12th season racing in a row full time. So lots of races over the last decade and, and, and lots of memories and experiences and, and new partners, you know, where we've integrated them into to this relationship of, of my team and, and allowed them to be part of the success. And as I've developed, and and my team's developed over the years. Uh, you know, we got some incredible partners that, that have stuck by my side through the ups and downs, and, and 
like you said, racing, racing's tough. It's, it's such a grueling sport and mentally on, on these teams. And, and that's what I admire so much about it is the teams that have been doing it for so long and, and are successful at it. And, you know, it's, it's all about the big picture to me though. And, and just to, uh, to really guide this legacy to the top for myself. And, and that's the, mo- the most I focus on is, is the big picture. Well, and part of the success and certainly, you know, the wins that obviously is going to attract fans. I don't care who you are, but you and your fans will know this. You have a special relationship with your fans, your fan base. And, you know, Gus is included in in that a little bit. You know, are you surprised, number one, how people have gravitated towards it? He's really super cute. But but as far as like your relationship with the fans, it's something that is that is special. I think unique in motorsports. It is, and and it can be, um, you know, and I I put a lot of effort into that positive experience for the fans, and I think Gus is a huge. Uh, is he just secret his weapon? Personality. Yeah, yeah, he's the secret weapon. <laughs> he's the boundary breaker for me to for fans that are possibly uncomfortable or shy that can um, struggle approaching me. I feel like Gus has become the the boundary breaker where it's easier to see Gus than me sometimes. But once they see me, they understand that I, I bring that positivity to them. And now I'm able to, you know, just showcase that, that, you know, I'm no different than anybody else here. And we enjoy it. We enjoy being at the races and, and Gus enjoys it. And I see a lot of my personality in Gus and, yeah, it's just a good time. Rico, there's some uh, there's some rumors. You know, Gus is a pretty popular guy that there's some dog food brands that are looking to try to get him on board, you know, for like, I don't know, Alpo or some of those other ones. <laughs> so you may have to negotiate yeah, for Gus. <laughs> Nutrisource Element Series is uh, what we feed Gus, and he really likes it. And with our partnership through Pepper Jack Kennels, we, um, Nutrisource um, helps us out a little bit with, with dog food for Gus and, and keeping him <laughs> super healthy and strong and energized when he gets to see all our fans. And he, uh, he's always excited to meet new fans, which is really cool to see that in a, in the personality of a, of an animal that, um, you know, who, no matter who it is, his tail's wagging, wanting to meet him. Oh my gosh. It's so great. Because if he was vicious, that would be tough, right? If you had to keep people away from him. So Rico, how long does it take to decompress after the season? Is it take a few days, a couple weeks, right? Before you get back. Cause you're on a routine the entire season. And are there things that like you're looking forward to maybe as much as you love racing and meeting with the fans and winning and all that, obviously it keeps you on the track. Are there things in the back of your mind? You're thinking, uh, you know, I want to go, you know, climb Mount Everest or, or that you're looking to do, right? And then how long, it's a three-part question, does it take before you're saying, this is what we got to do next year, planning for next next season? Uh, it's probably a couple weeks that, you know, I, I'm i ready to go back racing, to be honest. Um, you know, and that's why it's really important me, for me to take a, a weekend here and there off throughout the racing season just to kind of shut, turn the light switch off for a little bit, just because we're so go, go, go. You don't want to burn yourself out um, and, and and allow that to bounce back, you know, on your season and your goals. And But, you know, there, the World Finals, the end of the year, I was super excited to get there. So, you know, and the way we finished with second place, two second place finishes end in the year, um, you know, I felt like we finished on a good note. We really wanted to get the win and get all our partners in victory lane that were there. But, you know, I, I feel like I've, as, as I've gotten older and understood the sport more, um, you know, you, you don't take any of this stuff for granted. So it's, um, it's important that we finished on a good note and I just, um, you know, decompressing wise for the end of the year, 
you know, our, our team and I, it was, it was really important for us just to, you know, I took the bo- the boys out to dinner here last week and, and just, I just thank them really. And, and, and thank them for the unbelievable season we've had. It's been a career season for me and my team and, you know, for them to, for me to have that confidence every weekend going in, you know, in them and, and in my race car that, that it was capable of winning all these races. It, it was, a, that's a, it's a pretty special feeling to have. And, and, and like I said, that reflects all back to the, the, the team that we've established together and our partners believing in us. And, you know, it's a full circle deal here. And, and that's what we work hard to, to get ourselves in this position. Yeah, you think about it. It's great that you mentioned the team. It's a team effort. It's a team sport. You obviously, as a driver, get a ton of attention, and that's naturally understandable. But it's so great to highlight the the team. And you mentioned looking forward to next year for you and the team. Fans are super excited. Another successful business as usual season for Rico Abreu. But there's a lot of cool things going on. Your good friend Kyle Larson, High Limit Series, all that. Talk a little bit about the excitement. There's going to be some big changes, and fans are pumped. It is. It's really exciting. Um, you know, it, it, there's going to be this this duel between the High Limit Series and the World of Outlaw Series, and then everything surrounding around that race wise. Uh, and I'm excited just to to race, get the ability to go racing. And you know, and we're racing for more money than we've ever raced for any race car driver in the sprint car industry. And just put a good package together and and go run the races and go win the races. And that's been my model from day one is is just focus on winning races and and you know collect all that data from the evening and and the race event and turn it into information and and bring all that information to the next night next night and the next race and that's just the the business model that we've had and you know i want to run as many high limit races as i can i want to run as many world of outlaw races as i can and you know and i those are going to be the two national series next year and my team is built around competing for the most paying races and the national races and and the races that make the most sense for us financially to uh to get in and get out and take their money and you run from them in the bandit style you think about this as much on the racing side as as you're done, you've also built the brand in a bunch of different ways. Your good friend Kyle Larson, NASCAR champion, incredible dirt racer, is going to be racing the Indy 500 next year. You and I saw each other at the last Indy 500, and uh, fans just want to know, right, as as Rico had, there's more opportunities as your fame and the brand grows. How long do you think it's going to be, maybe if ever, right, where there'll just be opportunities. More drivers are racing in more series and different opportunities. We see you back behind uh, other wheels again. Have you given it some thought? Uh, you know, I do, and I I think it would be really cool. I, I would never say no to the right opportunity. So, you know, it's it's just a it's just a dream to, to even think about those things really. Right. And, you know, and I, I always go to bed at night knowing you never know what could happen tomorrow. So, you know, the Indy 500, the Daytona 500, you know, uh, attending a formula one race, those are all extremely unique events and, and it would be really cool to compete in one of those one day. And, and before my racing career is done. And, but, you know, at the end of the day, like I, I, I put all of my effort into being the best sprint car driver and and having the best merchandise and um, managing the best race team and being dedicated to to the best sponsors. So when you have all that, you can, can go wherever you want and go do whatever you want. And that's my goal. Yeah, great relationships all over the board as far as like the team. You mentioned the fans, sponsors. And as you look to next year, you know, all sponsors are great, Rico. 
We know that, and then you have some awesome ones, but the El Bandito Yankee partnership just seems like such a perfect match. And fans have been loving it. But for you, any favorite El Bandito Yankee moments from last year? Uh, you know, uh, I I almost got them a win at, at Tri City, and uh, you know that would have been really cool. But anytime we get into victory lane, we make sure to uh, to present that El Bandito victory lane, um, you know, b- bottle of tequila. And and it, what what's the coolest part about it is now we've started to build this relationship and you start seeing the product on shelves in areas we're racing in Indianapolis here, getting into Big Reds, uh, El Bandito, and you see Jelly Roll getting that huge award in his relationship with El Bandito. And, you know, it's just such cool relationships that they've built and, and a part of our team. And um, we're doing merchandise now with them and, and yeah. it's just tying them into this whole brand and what a better uh, company to be associated with, with Jim Bob and Eric and just uh, just some incredible people. And those are the people you want behind you at the end of the day. They're so excited. I got to tell you, in opportunities, whenever I'm talking racing with with Jim Bob or, or, or Eric or anything, you come up and, and always in a positive way. And, and I've heard some rumors through the grapevine that there could be next year an expanded presence and relationship between Rico Abreu and El Bandito Yankee. It's been great so far. It may get greater. It it has, and and that just you know goes to to being around great people, and um you know it's and if we expand, you know that that's gonna be amazing, and I got so many cool ideas and and uh, you know packages we could put together of you know I I'd love to to get them into more race tracks and, and build those relationships with them and you know dirt tracks and and you know you, now you're having people drinking margaritas at the dirt races with el bandito or just taking shots with their best friend and and if uh we could be a part of that it would be amazing on our end it's gonna be great you know it is gonna be great the future is so bright and the guy driving the future is rico abra so rico as we let you go great on social media great with all of that whether it's race day or just a kickback with the family and friends day you're always there kind of sharing it so where can people go to catch up Definitely our social media outlet. We're super active on them, you know, and during the holidays here, we're doing a bunch of giveaways on there. I think we're going to do 12 days of Christmas for merchandise. So, you know, we have some El Bandito Yankee character, Rico characters, and uh, we're going to be releasing some shirts here soon, hopefully. So everybody, if you get time, head on over there, check it out. Check out our social platforms. Check out El Bandito. Yankee Tequila's social platform. They got some great stuff on there. I'm super inspired by their creativity, you know, to, to launching these products. And it's uh it's 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 a dream come true when you partner with one of the best like them. Oh, it doesn't get any better than that or any better than Rico Abreu. Rico, thanks so much for what you're doing. Congratulations again on a great season and uh thanks for jumping on the show today. Thank you, guys.